0: Welcome back to the channel. As Omicron BA5 rages across the planet, doing pretty much no harm whatsoever, a number of jurisdictions are putting mask mandates back in place. Over the years, I've done a number of presentations in which I have provided the evidence, the science, that masks don't work. We'll come back to that shortly. But what Are scientists saying about masks right now? The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. Let's start with this. John W. Ayers is a Harvard-trained scientist with a doctorate degree in epidemiology. He is the vice chief of innovation in the Division of Infectious Diseases and Global Public Health. He's an associate professor in the Department of Medicine and affiliate scientist in the Qualcomm Institute at UC San Diego. Dr. Ayers has a few things to say about mask wearing, and he said those things in a July 29, 2022 article in the San Diego Union Tribune. Now, I'm not going to share with you the entire article, but I do want to share with you the things he said, the key points that he made in that article. Quote, pre-pandemic, masking was discouraged by experts because the evidence then was negative on the protective effects of masking for the wearer. For instance, a randomized study of healthcare providers who wore cloth masks for four weeks in 14 hospitals in Hanoi, Vietnam during 2011 found they experienced higher rates of respiratory illness and laboratory confirmed viral infection and influenza like illness than controls who followed the usual practices while working. Guidance by the World Health Organization in January 2020 stated that, quote, cloth masks are not recommended under any circumstance, close quote. Dr. Ayer continues, misunderstandings about the quality of evidence have, (laughs) I'm sorry, You know this quality of evidence thing i I have hammered on that and hammered on that and hammered on that because the media will throw up the worst the the least scientific crap you could ever want they'll throw it up there and they'll tell you that this is science so again i'm sorry for the interruption uh this is dr ayers again misunderstandings about the quality of evidence have resulted in a substantial amount of misinformation and harm randomized controlled trials are the evidentiary gold standard 14 of 16 trials performed before the pandemic found the recommendation to wear a mask did not significantly reduce infection rates compared to the unmasked controls. Two trials on community masking have been performed during the pandemic. A trial in Denmark called DenMask showed the recommendation to wear surgical masks did not reduce infections. A trial in Bangladesh showed reusable cloth masks did not reduce infections, close quote. As you can see, there is no science (laughs) that states that masks work, and we're going to get into that more here in just a moment. But I want to talk about the fact that one of the areas where these, shall I be kind and simply say, overzealous public officials are reinstituting mask mandate is in the schools. Although the CDC has stopped providing this kind of data back in February of 2022, at that time they said that 75% of children had already been infected with SARS CoV 2. Now that was February. Since February, we've had the Omicron BA4 and BA5 waves. So I think it is realistic to say that number is almost certainly in the very high 90 percentile. So if we pick a number out of the hat and say that 96% of school-aged children have already been infected with SARS-CoV-2, then what is the benefit of asking people who already have prior infection immunity to wear masks? Everyone, 96%, that's damn close to everyone. They already have the antibodies. They've already been infected. They're not going to get it again. And if they did happen to get it again, it would be incredibly mild. So we're having children wear masks again. Why? The answer to that question is that these government bodies, these school districts, are using outdated CDC metrics for when to initiate a mask mandate. Now, of course, we know that masks don't work, so there's no time that you want to initiate a mask mandate. But nevertheless, (laughs) the CDC has a now seriously outdated metric that pertains to the number of hospitalizations. When your hospitalizations for SARS-CoV-2 reach a certain level, then this CDC recommendation kicks in that everybody wear masks. However, when I say outdated, that metric was established before hospitals were distinguishing between incidental infections and hospitalizations for SARS-CoV-2. In other words, what that means is there are people who are sick because they have COVID-19 and they go to the hospital because they've got COVID-19. That is the reason they're at the hospital. By contrast, an incidental infection is... The person doesn't even know they're infected. They go there because they have a broken arm or they stub their toe or they're delivering a baby. And when they show up, they get tested before the hospital will intake them. And they come up positive. Back when CDC created this metric, there was no distinguishing between people who were in the hospital because of COVID-19 and people who were in the hospital and incidentally had COVID-19. Now we keep that data, but CDC isn't making that available. And CDC has not bothered to correct its ancient, outdated, no longer relevant, no longer applicable metrics, which the school districts, in their ignorance, continue to follow. So we've covered the science briefly, and we've covered the flawed establishment dogma that places like school districts are still adhering to. But is there another more practical way that you can tell whether or not masks were? Sure, It's the result or the outcome of wearing masks or non-wearing masks that you can see with your own two eyes. During 2020 and 2020, starting in about March of 2020, I did quite a number of presentations on masks. And a lot of what I did is I compared what was going on with SARS-CoV-2, the infections in various states and locales when they had mask mandates and when they dropped the mask mandates. And it clearly showed that masks made absolutely zero difference, the point being where the numbers were going up or whether the numbers were going down, when they put a mask mandate in place or they took a mask mandate away, nothing changed, nothing. Now, I said I had done quite a few videos. Oh, I'm going to guess I did probably close to 20 videos discussing in whole or in part the mask issue. Now, you don't need to watch all those, and I'm sure you don't want to, but I'm going to put a link to just one of those down in the notes, and you'll see for yourself. Now, back to a little bit more about what the science says, my primary point in a number of those videos that masks don't work is that research from 1920, when the very first study was done concerning the wearing of masks during a viral outbreak, in in fact, it was another pandemic, it was the Spanish flu of 1918, and towards the end of 1920, A very talented doctor in California, decided that he wanted to know why it appeared to him that masks don't work. So he actually went about formulating. For 1920, I was quite impressed. He formulated a number of different experiments that he could run to determine whether masks work. And that was the very first research ever done on mask wearing. And the conclusion was, masks don't slow or halt the spread of a virus. And that was 1920. So Moving forward, I think this is the really important part. From 1920 through 2021, not a single study concerning mask wearing had ever concluded that wearing a mask slows or halts the spread of a virus. Not one in more than 100 years. And that only changed in... Early twenty twenty one, when the CDC on its website posted a horribly flawed I'm laughing because it was so flawed. To call it a study is to do violence to the word study. They posted this study, only had a handful of participants, and it was very brief in duration. And it had none of the kind of controls that you would have in a study to actually make the conclusion viable. And that study, of course, headlined proof. That masks work. Now, the science community has had a number of different opinions from early 2020 through now concerning various aspects of SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19 and the vaccines and so forth. However, every single researcher, every single scientist, every single epidemiologist that looked at that CDC study said it is so flawed, so horribly flawed, that the conclusions are utterly meaningless. And that statement that the conclusions were meaningless isn't true. It was very meaningful because it was intended as propaganda. The headline from CDC's fake science propaganda piece was spread far and wide across hundreds of different media outlets that cumulatively have hundreds of millions of followers. And they all saw the headline, CDC study shows masks work. So it wasn't meaningless at all. It was an incredibly successful propaganda piece, which was and is part of a much larger disinformation campaign run by the establishment and headed up by the United States government and supported by companies such as Facebook and Twitter who support the government's disinformation campaign by removing factual information. So the only information left is this kind of fake study put forth by the CDC as propaganda, which it it was one small element of a much larger disinformation campaign, which is still going on this very day. And when I talk about enterprises such as Facebook and Twitter, here's how this works. Once CDC came out and said, we have a study showing masks work, Companies like Facebook and Twitter and other censorship platforms, they did not care that every scientist who looked at that study laughed at it and said the conclusion was meaningless because the study was so flawed. Companies like Facebook and Twitter did not care. They then were able to adopt the position that the official statement of the CDC is masks work. So if you say masks don't work, even if you have a truckload of data to show the CDC was wrong and that masks do not work, if you put it on your profile on Facebook or you put it on your account on Twitter that masks don't work, the very fact that CDC contrived a fake study that said masks work and published it on its website, then if you say the alternative, if you say the truth, if you say masks don't work, then you can be suspended or you can have your account permanently removed. Ask me how I know that. One of the primary reasons that YouTube deplatformed my channel was because of all those videos saying masks don't work, which contradicted the official statement of the CDC. So I had to go. The takeaway here is that the narrative that masks work has always been part of a government disinformation campaign. Basically, the government wanted to know how stupid and obedient the American people would be. Now the government knows. Of course, this is hardly the only disinformation campaign that the United States government the established, the broader establishment have run. Uh, I've talked about this many times, the, the fraud of the income tax. So I want to be very clear, the income tax is not a fraud. The income tax is a real thing. The fraudulent part, the scam, is that by arguably the most successful disinformation campaign the United States government has ever run and is continuing to run, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say like 98% of the public actually believes that the income tax has been imposed on them. In other words, they get up in the morning, they have a cup of coffee, they get the kids off to school, they go to work and they earn some money, they owe some to the government. The government has convinced the American people of that, and it's utter and complete bunk. It's total nonsense. If you want to know about that, go to drreality.news, drreality.news, grab yourself a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Mist. It looks at the statutes, the regulations, treasury orders, treasury decisions, Supreme Court decisions, and all on and on and on, going off from 1913 all the way forward in a super readable manner. A lot of people uh, equate it to being uh, like a mystery. You know who done it, but you want to know how they did it. And that's what income tax shattering the mystery does. It, it makes that so, so, so crystal clear. Not my words, their words. When you close the final chapter, you say, holy cow, Champion was right. I have been the victim of arguably what is the most successful disinformation campaign in the history of the United States government. And something similar is true in body science where I talk about human physiology and the reason that the United States with all of our wealth and all of our technological prowess and in, in this gigantic medical industry and all of the technology that we have, America is the most chronically ill society in all of human history. Did you get that part? the most chronically ill society in all of human history. And it's not your fault, really, because for the last 60 years, the United States government and various constituent parts out in what I call the establishment, the establishment changes depending on what subject you're talking about. But generally speaking, the establishment is the government and or various entities that stand to make billions or trillions of dollars by lying to you. And the establishment has done that concerning human physiology, most specifically what your body does with the macros that you intake. America keeps eating the stuff the government has said, this is healthy for you, this is good for you, this is what you should eat. And they're getting sicker. And sicker. It's really not funny, but I I talk about it so much sometimes it's just, it makes me laugh. The American public's getting sicker and sicker and sicker And yet they still believe it. So I had to write body science because I I really want to help my fellow man. And the world population is in excess of 7 billion people right now. And every single person on the planet should read body science, especially those in any modern Western country, because they're the ones that have been most affected by the establishment's highly successful disinformation campaign, which, by the way, is put trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars into the pockets of the corporations and entities that comprise the establishment on this subject. So they've been making trillions of dollars while you've been dying. So if you're interested in that, go to drreality.news. Again, drreality.news, grab yourself a copy of Body Science or Body Science and Income Tax Shattering the Most. Also, doing that helps me to continue to be here for you. Thanks. Take care. Have a great day.